Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for standing by and welcome to the Mogo Inc. Q2 2020 Financial Results Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a question and answer session. To ask a question during the session, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. Please be advised that today's conference is being recorded. If you require any further assistance, please press star 0. I would now like to hand the conference over to your speaker today, Craig Armitage, Investor Relations. Thank you. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you, operator, and thanks for joining us today. Uh, just a couple quick notes. Uh, first, uh, that today's call will contain forward-looking statements that are based on current assumptions and subject to risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ materially from those projected. Uh, the company undertakes no obligation to update these statements except as required by law. Information about these risks and uncertainties are included in our Q2 filings, as well as uh, periodic filings with regulators in Canada and the United States, which you can find on CDAR and our website. Uh, second, today's discussion will include adjusted financial measures, which are non-IFRS measures. These should be considered as a supplement to and not a substitute for IFRS financial measures. Uh, the last point I would make is that um, the uh, amounts today are discussed in Canadian dollars, unless otherwise indicated. And actually, last point is uh, we do have presentation slides accompanying today's uh, call. You can find those under the Investor Relations uh, section of the uh, website. Uh, so I'll turn the call over to Dave Feller to, uh, to get us started. Thanks, Greg. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to MOGO's second quarter 2020 results conference call. I'm joined today by Greg Feller, our president and CFO. It's certainly been a challenging few months in many respects. In response to this global crisis, we've had to act quickly to make changes. We've effectively stopped lending and marketing as we focused on reducing costs and rethinking our growth strategy. We're now beginning to do some lending and working on developing new marketing campaigns to support some exciting new products that we expect to begin in the fall. As Greg will discuss, we believe the results of Q2 show how resilient and profitable our model can be. We have work, to work ahead of us, but as we will discuss today, we are pleased with our recent performance and excited about our new products and what we see as a very compelling value proposition that is highly differentiated from others in the market today. Again, I just wanted to say thanks to our team members who have done an unbelievable job during these challenging times. Before 2020, we were already seeing the shift from traditional banking to fintechs, given their innovative products, digital-first experiences, and enhanced value propositions. These new companies are occupying an increasing share of the customer's financial wallets. And although it started with simple things like free credit score, it's now moving into more important parts of the financial wallets, including spending and investing. But the issues that we face today have really put this shift into hyperdrive. The financial health crisis was here before COVID, and now almost 5 million Canadians are with either without jobs or have had their incomes affected. Even those who haven't are looking for ways to save and improve their financial health. This is accelerating the demand for digital-first products that are accessible to all and really help to solve the challenges consumers are having with their finances. Our product roadmap is driven by the goal to make Mogo the app that does this. 
We believe these trends are leading to what we call sustainable finances. Traditionally, sustainability for businesses was the three Ps, profit, people, and planet. For the individual, we believe it's financial health, people, and planet. People aren't just looking for a great digital experience. They want products that make it easier for them to be in control of their finances and also live a more sustainable lifestyle. Consumers have the power to not only improve their own financial well-being, but make an impact with their money. How you spend your money matters. It impacts not only whether you're in debt or able to save and invest, but it's also increasingly a way for people to support things they care about, including social injustice and the environment. Just like ESG investing has taken off, the same trend is coming to spending. The link between finances and living sustainably are undeniable. This is a key part of what guides us on our strategy today and is clearly reflected in our recently launched new MOGO spending account. We designed MOGO as a mobile-first digital experience and have focused on building innovative and unique products. Our mission remains to make it easy and engaging for people to get financially healthy as well as to live a more sustainable lifestyle. Every one of our members has a bank account. Our goal is to offer them value and utility they aren't getting from their banks and in particular, products and an experience that makes it easier to achieve their important financial goals. Similar to the Cash App in the United States, we have built a simple app that today includes five core products. The app is free, takes only three minutes to open an account, there's no impact on your credit score, and it gives you instant access to these products. Each one of them is unique, and together they form a very compelling value proposition in the Canadian market. We spent a lot of time thinking about the best way to help consumers live more sustainable lifestyle, and this led us to realizing the link between financial health and planet health. Nowhere is the link stronger than your spending. Managed effectively, and you'll spend within your means, have zero debt, money for saving and investing, and help solve one of the biggest issues of our time, climate change. Our value proposition is designed around a simple concept, zero debt and a zero carbon footprint. If we learned anything during COVID, it's that being financially healthy is more important than ever. Every penny counts and debt continues to be the biggest driver of financial stress. 56% of Canadians carry credit card debt today. The driver of this debt and the stress is overpaying on credit cards that has been designed to not only make it easy, but actually incentivize with their reward programs. Mogul Spend was designed with features that make it way easier for consumers to budget, to save money, and avoid debt, and help pay down debt. Getting out of debt continues to be the number one financial goal of Canadians nine years in a row, and today is the number one reason why our members sign up for the card. Just like it makes sense to have a separate account for your savings, Mogo Spend was designed to give all Canadians a separate spending account from their bank account for free. As that separation makes it easier to budget and avoid spending money that was meant for something else. It also has features like spending analysis that makes it very easy to see at a glance how much you're spending on a monthly basis so you can easily track your progress, something that isn't easily seen with a typical bank or account or credit card. But we wanted to go further than just budgeting and believe that designing an experience that also helps tackle what is arguably the bi biggest existential threat of our lifetime, climate change. Sustainability is a mega trend. Whether it's ESG investing or consumers moving away from animal-based protein to plant-based proteins like Beyond Meat, increasingly consumers are looking to make a positive impact and are voting with their money. When it comes to climate change, 82% of Canadians believe it's a serious problem. Most importantly, Climate change is directly linked to our spending, and an estimated 72% of CO2 comes from our own consumption. Everything we buy and spend our money on has a carbon footprint, and it's that carbon footprint that's the main driver of climate crisis. As you can see from this example, the carbon footprint of a jacket is estimated at 66 pounds. And because Mobile Spend automatically offsets one pound of CO2 for every dollar spent, not only does it fully offset your carbon footprint, in many cases, including this one, you can actually be climate positive on your purchase. 
i.e., offset more CO2 than you create. Now, for those that aren't familiar with offsetting, it's a growing industry that focuses on supporting carbon-absorbing initiatives such as tree planting or saving forests from deforestation. We've partnered with a Vancouver-based company that specializes in helping companies go green and get carbon neutral. We've also done analysis on our own business, and going forward, we'll actually be carbon positive. In terms of the CARP program, the specific offsetting project is focused on preventing an area of the Amazon rainforest from being cut down. We will also be bringing this project into the app so users can not only see how much CO2 they're offsetting, but easily see how every time they spend, they're helping save the Amazon rainforest. By getting people to also link their spending to the impact on the planet, it's another way to help them control their spending, as it helps create an emotional link to your spending and helps you to be more mindful of it, which is also key to sticking to a budget. The payment market in Canada is simply massive at almost $10 trillion a year. Now, this includes cash, credit cards, debit cards, checks, EFTs, etc. But if you just look at the cash, credit, and debit card market, it's close to a trillion dollars a year. With COVID, cash has actually accelerated its move to digital, and using a prepaid card like Mogo is equivalent to cash, but with a lot more benefits. Compared to debit cards, where banks charge an average of $15 a month for unlimited use, the advantage is compelling. Not only is it free, with many features that make it much easier to control your spending than a debit or credit card, comes with what we see as the ultimate reward program, saving the planet. In fact, if all Canadians moved their spending to mogul spend, Canada could achieve one of the UN's top climate goals of reducing CO2 by 50%. We're also one of the first companies in Canada to implement Visa Direct for real-time transfers. And now customers from three of Canada's big five banks can instantly link and not only do real-time transfers that are free, but easily set up automated transfers. Once linked, transferring money from one of these banks to your mobile spending account is just as easy as transferring it between accounts at the same bank. So now millions of Canadians can easily use this free app and card to control their spending and help solve climate change without any of the hassles of switching banks. This is why we think the opportunity is so large. We've been working on this product in, in different forums for several years now and have learned a lot. Although it has definitely taken longer than we'd hoped, we're excited about the impact we believe this product will have. We announced that the card is now available to anyone signing up. However, we've still been rolling out our marketing slowly as we continue to gather feedback on the best way to communicate the value propositions. We're currently working on the development of an ad campaign that we plan on launching this fall. Since 2008, fraud, identity fraud has increased by 15,000%, and as our lives continue to move through the digital world, identity theft continues to rise, and the risk of each one of us face of becoming a victim of identity fraud is, continues to go up. Unlike when someone fraudulently uses your credit card, which is typically covered by your credit card company, ID fraud is on you, and it can be devastating, including preventing you from getting a mortgage. There are an estimated 20 million Canadians in the target market for this product, and we estimate that less than 10% currently have the solutions. The bureaus charge $20 a month with no mobile app experience. As the first free mobile-first identity fraud protection product in Canada, this is truly a game-changing value proposition and something we believe everyone will increasingly realize they should have. We've been working on this over the last quarter and actually expect it to go live later this week. This will obviously be a product that not only helps grow our member base, but also helps drive engagement. Like MogoSpend, we expect to include this in our marketing campaign debuting this fall. Bitcoin is up just over 60% year-to-date versus just under 4% for the S&P 500, which is one of the reasons it's been getting increased attention by consumers. It's also been a key part of the success of apps like the Cash App in the U.S. Similar to them, our focus is really on simplifying things, as the average Canadian has yet to own any Bitcoin. With Mogo, you can buy as little as a dollar with a Bitcoin. 
And instead of focusing on all cryptos, we only offer Bitcoin. And it's part of our broader value proposition. One more thing you can do in the Mogo app that you can't do in your bank app. Given our pause on all marketing over the last few months, we haven't been focused on leveraging this, but plan on including it in our upcoming campaign. Mogo is also the first app in Canada to offer free credit score monitoring. And although many of the banks now offer credit score in some way, still no bank today in Canada actually offers monthly monitoring of your Equifax Bureau, and none of them offer it for free. By itself, credit score monitoring is, is something that doesn't have as much power to draw new members as it once did, but it's still something that consumers expect and need to manage their financial health. So as part of an overall holistic financial solution, it still matters and it still helps drive engagement. Lending is what our business was initially built on and we believe remains one of the key strategic advantages. Even in the current environment where we've had record unemployment, our small and affordable loans have proven resilient. We have slowly started to originate new loans and will continue to do so slowly as we monitor market conditions and credit metrics. Again, our goal continues to be to offer the best rates across the entire credit spectrum. Today, we are doing some of the higher rate loans on our balance sheet given the high yield and our cost of capital. We've also partnered with one of Canada's largest subprime lenders, GoEasy, that is funding a segment of these customers. And we've also recently signed a referral partnership agreement with a bank where we'll be referring prime loans. Our goal is to ensure we have a best-in-class offering across the full credit spectrum and expect the partnership and referral model to continue to expand. We expect to announce this partnership shortly. Our unique post-media partnership is one of the keys to growing our member base to over a million members. Although we have effectively paused our marketing in the last few months, we believe our post-media partnership will continue to be a key driver of growth. And as we get back to marketing and launching our ad campaigns for our new products, including Spend and Protect, this partnership helps us get in front of approximately 18 million Canadians a year and is very complementary to our other marketing channels. As I mentioned earlier, referral partners are one of the ways we are looking at increasing our product offering and driving new revenue. We recently signed agreements with two new partners that we'll be announcing shortly. We've always been looking for a great partner for a high interest rate savings account, and we're excited with the partner we've chosen. And as I've already mentioned, we've also signed a referral partner for Prime Loans. Our goal is to curate a best-in-class offering, and although we will continue to consider fully integrated solutions, partner referrals will be an increasing part of our strategy. Unlike fully integrated partners, they're much easier to execute and could be a great entry point to a fully integrated experience. As we have mentioned in the past, there are many more partnership opportunities, including insurance, wealth, etc. With our newly available MOGO spend and upcoming free identity fraud protection, we believe we have built a unique and compelling value proposition that's unrivaled in the Canadian market. We believe our strategy of offering many free products alongside an increasing number of ways to monetize is how we can build a high growth model alongside a strong economic model. In summary, we've taken decisive action in recent months from a financial perspective and strategically to enhance our value proposition and clearly align with the trends towards financial health and sustainability. We believe these changes not only protect us in the near term, but they position us for well for renewed growth and expansion from multiple revenue streams as we look out to 2021 and beyond. I'll now turn the call over to Greg to review the financials. Greg? Thanks, Dave, and good afternoon. Q2 was a very important quarter for the company. It's highlighted the underlying profitability of our financial model when we exclude the discretionary growth investments, the resiliency of our customer base, and the cash flow generation capability when we pull back on our expense and loan capital levers. We also outperformed our guidance on every metric in the quarter, including revenue for the quarter of $10.6 million above our guidance of 10.3 to 10.5. Adjusted EBITDA of $5.2 million for the quarter was above our guidance of 4.5 to $5 million, and represented a 49% margin in the quarter. During the quarter, we generated positive cash flow from operations net of investing of $7.3 million, which was also above our revised guidance of 6.5 to $7 million. 
Strong underlying credit performance as well as limited origination in the quarter also drove a record gross margin of 91%. We ended the quarter with approximately $25 million of cash investments, which included $7.5 million of cash and $17.8 million investment portfolio. We have consistently talked about our ability to use levers to generate high margins in the cash flow, and this is the first time we have decided to use those levers as we felt it was necessary, like others, to take aggressive action during an uncertain period. We believe this quarter will serve as a proof point of the underlying profitability and flexibility of our model and the resiliency of our business. Based on this strong performance, we are now moving back from defensive mode to offensive mode as we begin to slowly dial back up some of our growth investments along with the launch this quarter of MogoSpend. Revenue for the quarter, as I said, was $10.6 million, which is ahead of our guidance. Core revenue was down 6.4% year-over-year due to the proactive measures we took in the quarter, including reducing marketing spend and new loan originations in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. And subscription services revenue now represents 43% of total revenue. Our ability to act quickly at the end of Q1 to reduce costs starts with having a flexible expense structure. This enabled us to use the operating expense levers we have, particularly investment and growth initiatives, to quickly reduce our cost base. Our cash OPEX for Q2 was $5.3 million, a reduction of 46% of $4.4 million in one single quarter. The reduction was driven primarily by reduced growth investments in technology development and marketing. We've invested significantly in recent years to build our digital platform and app, which enabled us to adjust these growth dials while navigating this period. Although a number of these were variable-related expenses like marketing, we expect a number of these cost savings to be permanent in nature and reduce our OPEX and increase operating leverage going forward. Lastly, we determined that we qualified for the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy and accrued $1.3 million of other income related to the subsidy in the quarter, which helped to further offset expenses. The underlying profitability of our business was front and center in Q2, driven by record gross profit and adjusted EBITDA margins. Specifically, gross profit increased by 14% from Q1 and gross profit margin climbed to more than 90% in the quarter from 60% in Q1. Adjusted EBITDA was 5.2 million up from only a half a million in the first quarter and EBITDA margin was almost 50% in Q2 compared to only 4% in Q1. Again, when we resume growth investments, we'd expect to see these margins impacted. However, we believe this quarter is a great test case for the underlying margin and profitability of our model, which as we scale will draw, drive strong long-term profitability. Perhaps the most significant highlight of the quarter was the dramatic sequential increase in cash flow from operations net of investing. Our model allowed us to quickly move from investment mode into cash flow generation mode, resulting in a record positive cash flow in the quarter. Net cash provided by operating and investing activities grew to $7.3 million in the quarter, which exceeded our previous guidance range. The positive cash flow included about $2 million positive cash flow from operations with the balance coming from cash generated from our loan book. On an apples-to-apples basis, this represented a positive cash flow increase of over $11 million in one single quarter. We have all obviously seen a lot of business models struggle during this uncertain economic period, which is why we are very pleased with the resiliency of our business and financial performance in the quarter. Our credit performance was a positive highlight again in Q2, particularly given the economic headwinds. Our deep history in data and consumer lending gave us confidence that this was a resilient portfolio and performance in recent months has certainly reinforced that. In the second quarter, we experienced a decrease in the rate of customer default relative to historical levels, which has continued into the third quarter. To date, we have provided approximately 6% of our loan customers with some form of relief, including reduced interest and deferred payments, 
with only about 1% of our customers still on relief at quarter end, and that is further reduced into the third quarter. In addition to a leaner cost structure, our actions in 2020 have substantially improved the balance sheet. The main highlights for 2020 were the sale of our liquid book, reducing our credit exposure by almost $32 million, the subsequent payoff of one of our two credit facilities, reducing our total credit facilities outstanding to $39 million at the end of Q2 from $77 million at year-end. We also ex extended our remaining facility to July 22 and significantly reduced the interest rate. And lastly, during the second quarter, we amended our $12.5 million of convertible debentures and extended the maturity date by two years to May 2022. At quarter end, we had cash investments of $25.3 million. While much of what I've discussed relates to the strong financial performance of the quarter, we've also been moving forward with new initiatives that we believe will be important drivers of growth going forward, including the launch and rollout of Mogo Spend account, which along with our Bitcoin account, ID fraud detection, and access to credit, makes the Mogo app the only fully integrated financial app in Canada that helps consumers get in control and manage their finances. As Dave mentioned, we're also moving forward with our new partner referrals and have brought on two new partners that we expect to announce in the near term, which we're very excited about. We also expect to start ramping up our highly profitable loan platform, including loan partnership, in the next quarter as we move back to growth mode. With that, we will open the call to questions. Operator? As a reminder, to ask a question, you will need to press star 1 on your telephone. To withdraw your question, press the pounder hash key. Please stand by while we compile the Q&A roster. Again, if you would like to ask a question, press star 1 on your telephone. Your first question comes from the line of Bill Zhang with Raymond James. Your line is open. Hi, guys. Um, I know you guys just rolled out the mobile spend a couple weeks ago. So could you give us some details on like what the initial response has been there? Hey. It's uh, Dave. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned in my commentary, um, although we did, um, the card is now available if somebody signs up, we, we've actually been um, pretty careful in terms of uh, marketing it and actually getting people to sign up for it as of now. Um, you know, part of this is, um, you know, this whole value prop, including um, the climate action piece, is, is very new. And um, so we want to make sure that we can really kind of test it, really get that messaging right, figure out what really resonates with, with our members um, as well as with new members. So, um, you know, right now we're not, uh, we actually don't have specifics to, to comment on, but, but as I said before, we're essentially working towards um, an ad campaign that we expect to launch sometime in September. Um, so between uh, the initial launch and then, uh, we're continuing to gather a lot of feedback. What I can say is we've been kind of, I think, pleasantly surprised in terms of some of the people that initially weren't thinking that uh, the carbon offsetting and the climate action was something that they themselves actually would care about. Um, but what we've noticed is once people start using the card, and many of them come for the budgeting features, um, it actually is the, the carbon offsetting and that connection to, um, to that that actually seems to drive uh, a lot of the kind of more emotional engagement. Um, so it's starting to, I think, you know, give us some, some really kind of positive signs that the opportunity for, for that piece is very compelling. And, and quite frankly, um, what we've noticed with some is the, the desire to put more of their spending on that card um, versus another type of reward 
um, is there because that is, if you actually put all of your spending on this card, it effectively will help you get to net zero emissions. Um, and so the more you connect to that, the more you realize every other card you use in your wallet, um, you're essentially, obviously you've got the carbon footprint, there's no offsetting. And so, um, you know, I, I'd say that's kind of where we are in this and, and uh, obviously expect the next quarter to, to get more color on it. Great, yeah, um, thank you guys for the detail there. And I guess um, in connection to the to the Mogul Protect, I know you, it's been made free for all the users. Have you have you been able to see an uptick in the level of engagement there? And yeah, you know, so, is, is it too early? Yeah. So on that one, it actually hasn't been. So what, what's happened is we've had uh, essentially a coupon where you could sign up and put a coupon in, um, but only okay. actually beginning this Thursday will it actually be free. So today, for example, if you were going to sign up today, you would still have to put your credit card in, right? Um, your credit card details, obviously that is a very big friction point. Most people don't consider that free. You're essentially getting, depending on the offer, maybe six months free, and then after that you're, you would start being charged on the credit card. What we're moving to that actually is going to be launching on Thursday, all new members that sign up, as soon as their dashboard lights up, they're automatically active with both credit score and identity fraud protection. It's automatic, right? No credit card, nothing. So this is a completely different experience than, than what we currently have. Uh, so that, again, that, that product, that feature goes live uh, on Thursday. Okay, okay, that makes sense. And I guess um, for your small dollar loan portfolio, you mentioned that year-to-date it's been about at the 6% relief level. Would you say that is at its peak, or do you expect that to come down um, as you progress through the balance of the year? Well, well, yeah. So what what, uh, what we said is to date we've we've gone. To the peak was six percent. Right now, right. it's it's actually under one percent. Okay. okay. And, and and at quarter end, we've actually we've actually seen it go down even further in in Q3 so far than where we ended in Q2. Okay. And uh, one last question before I pass the line. Um, so your two signups. Um, you said that you'd be giving a little bit more detail on that uh, later on. I was just wondering, um, is there anything else that you could speak on that? Or yeah, I mean, I think the, the just to reiterate what I said in my my commentary, um, this referral partnership strategy, as we we mentioned, is obviously a lot easier to execute than a fully integrated solution. Uh, having said that, it is still about finding these partners that offer a best-in-class solution. Obviously, for example, in a savings account, there's a whole bunch of savings accounts available in Canada, and the rates vary widely, right? Um, the best rates are more than 30 times higher than what the big banks are offering. So depending on who you find in the partner, it's also about finding that right partner that has the right product offering. Um, so we're, we're happy with uh, the partner that we've chose there. And, and one of the things, obviously, that matters there, too, is as we get into products like mobile span and identity fraud protection, having these other prime ways for, for us to monetize more of a prime consumer will be increasingly important. Things like a high interest rate savings account may not be that relevant to somebody who's struggling to get out of debt, but definitely relevant to people that are obviously in a different financial situation, right? Um, same thing on the prime loans. As we're bringing in 
increasingly wide demographic base. The majority of Canadians are actually prime consumers, not subprime. So obviously having solutions and, and essentially creating partnerships with essentially these prime type product offerings will be increasingly important. Um, what I can also say even on the, on the revenue side model there, uh, on the loan side, the, the, the actual economics of these referrals are actually very good and require very little effort on our part. So there's a whole bunch of benefits versus doing the fully integrated. Uh, but as we said, we'll, we expect to announce those partners within the next uh, week or two. Okay, thank you guys very much. Again, if you would like to ask a question, press star 1 on your telephone. Your next question comes from the line of Sathan Sukumar with 8 Capital. Your line is open. Good afternoon, guys, and uh, congrats on the quarter. Great, thanks. Because um, the, the first question for me is on the the higher than expected operating cash savings that you guys have recognized in the quarter. Um, I'm going to get a better sense of some of the moving pieces within the OPEX profile in terms of what's kind of one-time COVID-related versus what may be sustainable going, for, uh, going forward. Um, any color you guys can share there? Uh, yeah, I hate this, and it's, it's Greg. So, um, look, what, what I would say is that um, probably the, the, the biggest um, discretionary um, on the OPEX side um, that you saw reduction in uh, is marketing. Um, and obviously, as we uh, move back into a growth mode, we're going to want that marketing spend number to come back up as we roll out uh, the, the card and our new value, value prop that Dave's been talking about. Um, I would say beyond that, we are going to be very judicious on other expenses and how um, uh, and, and you know, increasing them. So we are very much trying to manage our business at this new base level um, with the exception of, uh, of, of marketing expense. Um, uh, so I, I think that's the, the color I would give you. So really in this quarter from a, from a sort of a cash um, OPEX perspective, um, uh, beyond marketing, um, using marketing going up in Q3 and Q4, we wouldn't expect to see dramatic increases in uh, in any of the other numbers um, at this stage. Okay, okay thanks. No, that's helpful. Um, the second question I had was was on the uh, on the announcement that you secured two new partnerships uh, for uh, for for your for partner referral offerings on the high interest side. And on the prime loan side, I'm curious, what's the timing on launch of these offerings, and what does integration and usability look like within the app um, compared to what a fully integrated uh, solution would look like if that solution was in fact built in-house by Mogo? Right. So um, first of all, we've actually um, already started to test out and actually generate some revenue from from these partnerships. Um, and literally just testing even with our member base. I mean, we have, you know, approximately, you know, what, 850,000 members that are opted into marketing. So that by itself, if you think about what do we bring to the table for these partners, most, almost everybody is out there looking for more distribution awareness. And ultimately, they're looking for its performance marketing, right? Um, they they mm -hmm. want to pay when they actually get a customer. So 
what we bring to the table includes not only our members but our ability to, to market and get in front of them. We have a weekly newsletter that goes out that really is kind of part of our uh, money class content. It's really kind of information to help kind of guide people in terms of getting out of debt and getting improving their financial health. Um, so we have tested and through segments and targeting on that some of these uh, partner offers and actually started to generate revenue. So uh, obviously email will be one of the ways in which we communicate, um, but our goal is to also bring uh, both of these into the app experience as well. So for example, on the prime loan side, um, again, our goal is to make sure that we've got that best, best in class offering. So for prime consumers, those that would qualify for that loan, that would be the loan that they're presented with right in the app. Um, and the initial referral is quite simple. You'd get the, essentially, we have obviously a bunch of information that then qualifies you. It would say here you're pre-approved through this partner, in this case if it's a prime, prime partner. Um, we obviously are only partnering with ones that can essentially support a digital experience. You'd then click on that link and it'd be a traditional referral model there. You'd go over, say welcome to Mogo customer. Many of those are kind of customized uh, landing pages. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of how that experience. Same thing on the high interest rate savings account, combination of obviously email as well as in-app marketing. Um, you know, for example, today, you know, when you think about how we're structuring uh, Mogo Spend, our goal is, hey, you already have a bank account. We're not trying to get you to make the big move in terms of changing your bank account. Um, add Mogo to, to your, your financial wallet. If you're with, you know, three of the big ones, um, CIBC, TD, and Scotia, um, all of those can be directly linked through Visa Direct and transferred instantly. Uh, and then in terms of if you're looking for savings, we introduce and saying, hey, here's a savings account that obviously is, you know, depending on, on this, several times what you're most likely getting at your current bank. Um, part of, of what we do too is we're not, we're not an aggregator. We're not showing a whole bunch of different offers. That's why, you know, mm -hmm. these partnerships aren't just kind of signing everybody up. It really is really going after each one specifically. Um, and uh, so, you know, those things too can be brought into the app, um, can be can, can be promoted, for example, as part of the the Mogo Spend Value Prop. If you're looking to save money for a vacation or whatever else, and you're using the card to control your spending, we're recommending you know set up a specific account here, get that rate versus you know offering something in app um, in our accounts. For example, there's there's some competitors that actually created some savings accounts but pay no interest, right? Um, so obviously not exactly the best financial course to, to create that and actually have it in the same account but, but not have interest. So we see these as initial uh, great opportunities to monetize um, and drive revenue from a, a segment that we're, we're now attracting. And, um, and obviously, um, clearly you can imagine in terms of a stepping stone potentially for a more integrated solution, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, thanks. And on the lending side of the business, and you guys have um, you started resuming loan originations, how should we think about the mix of loans funded via the balance sheet versus via your, your two new or go easy and your new referral partner on the prime side uh, kind of going forward? Um, two things, Greg. So I think, um, you know, our goal there is, is going to be a um, – uh, ultimately at least a 50-50 mix, um, but but increasingly in the long run, we want more to come from a partner lending than on balance sheet. Um, uh, so, 
I think we're we're going to see how that 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 origination starts to ramp back up in the next couple of quarters. Um, in fact, I actually think what you'll see um, uh, in the next couple of quarters is it heavily is it weighted more heavily towards our partners than Mogo. Um, uh, so I think we're going to be more on the cautious side on our own balance sheet uh, and. Um, and leverage other people's balance sheets that have the the, the appetite and the capital, um, and 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 lean more towards that fee-based model for us. Okay, thanks, guys. I'll, I'll pass the line. Thanks. Your next question comes from the line of Stephen Lee with Raymond James. Your line is open. Hey guys, um, I, I had a uh, follow-up on the protect. Uh, so for for already paying customers, uh, would you need them to re to engage the app to make it free, or it's uh, automatic? Come Thursday. Automatic. Okay. So that, so then your subscription and services in Q3, how much of a decline are we expecting? Greg. Sorry. The 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 decline. Well, we haven't given any specific guidance um, uh, on subscription services, so. Uh, we're not we're not giving new guidance on that, but um, um, you know it, what I would say is that um, the 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 move to free on this account we don't see as a um, with the offset that we see coming from it we don't we don't see it by itself as being a you know a material hit to our subscription services. Okay, that's helpful. Thank you. There are no further questions at this time. I will turn the call back over to Dave Feller. Okay, great. Well, we appreciate your time this quarter. We look forward to updating you after Q3. Thanks again. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes today's conference call. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.